Hello, this is AJ welcoming you to Inside the Quilting Pot. Grab a craft, have a seat, and let's get started, shall we? Today is Saturday, October the 4th. This is episode number 52, in which I am calling Planning. It's going to be about what is going on in my life, what I'm in the process of planning, and just a quick update of what's happening in my little corner of the world. It is nice, bright, and sunny outside. It is in the low 70s with a little breeze, the exact weather that I enjoy. It seems that the hot, hazy, and humidness in the state of Georgia is now transferring into fall along with the the season. So that is a good thing. Um, fall is not my favorite. I do know it is Tanisha's favorite, but not necessarily mine. I am a spring and summer person. Fall to me signifies cold is coming sooner. So I guess that's why fall is not my favorite. When I was up in northern Virginia or up in Virginia, you do get the colorful show of nature. Um, when you see the leaves change for fall, you get your golds and your oranges, your yellows and rust, and that is very pretty, especially if you're up in the mountains. And it's just a beautiful backdrop that is free of charge for viewing. Um, kind of like when I went to Alaska for a very brief period, when you get to see the northern lights, that is a, a free show that nature provides you. And fall is the same way. But as I was saying earlier, today I am thoroughly enjoying the outside weather. I've sat on my little outdoor uh, patio a little earlier this morning, a little bit late morning. Took the dogs out for a walk. Went out and did a couple of errands, so I am back home. This is going to be a brief podcast. I just wanted to get one out so I can sort of stay, what, what can I say, a little regular. I'm going to hopefully get one out at, at minimum twice a month, if not more. But my goal is going to be twice a month. So enough um, morning babble, early afternoon. First on the list, transition. Um, a little transition for me, which ties into what I am planning. Um, I am planning to retire from the armed services probably in less than a year. Um, we shall see how long it's going to take. I'm still going to have to work, um, but hopefully not hard. And I hope that by me not having to work out on the economy hard, I'll be able to focus more on the quilty side of my life. Um, as you may or may not know, I do want to have a long arm business, and I am still looking into having a long arm business, um, but I still have to work. In order to have a long arm business, you have to have clients. And I don't have any right now. And I am not sure if I am ready for them. The quilting on my quilts are fine for me because they're me. And every little mistake or um, 
thing that I didn't quite want to happen that may have happened in the quilt, I know. If I were doing that for a customer, that would drive me bonkers. Bonkers. And yes, it takes a lot of practice. I don't have a computerized quilting machine. Mine is not a computerized one. Even to get a retrofit for it will cost more than what I paid for the machine. And I refuse to upgrade and then create a bill considering that I am thinking about being out within less than 12 months. That is not a, a good business decision. Maybe once I'm out and can devote time to actually quilting for others and my work schedule goes from, you know, 11, 12 hours a day, five days a week, and always being reachable 24-7, um, 365, to just doing a regular work day on the outside where you go and do what you were hired to do and come back home and call it a day and can make your plans around your work schedule, then I will have more time to, to devote to practicing and honing my skills. I was doing some searching through my cedar chest, trying to do some organizing of my stuff. Uh, and I discovered, well, actually, not searching through the cedar chest, I was going through a box that's been in my room for a year as part of my original move. I just never emptied it. There's a lot of um, stuff in there and some quilt tops, some tops that are done. I think I had, you know, pulled them out before and then put them back in the box. But now I want to get the box out of my room because I think I am going to put a, a draft type table uh, looking at a draft slash crafting type table in my room because um, right now my kitchen table is full of painting and art journaling stuff. So I want to get it off the kitchen table and get it out of the kitchen. Since when you walk in my front door, it is an open floor plan. You walk Directly, when you open my door, you see my living area, my kitchen, my uh, breakfast nook, and my dining area. So it's in one big room. And yeah, having your dining, uh, not your dining, but your breakfast area table full of paintbrushes and Teflon sheets so that paint doesn't stick to other stuff. Bits and pieces of paper for collaging, um, stencils, stamps, ink pads, tape, you name it, it's up there. Je um, deli paper that has been jelly printed, it's there. And I just want to get it out of my... Um, open area and maybe get it in my room. I do spend quite a bit of time in my room. Maybe if I had it in there instead of getting in my bed and looking at television and falling asleep, then maybe I would actually sit there and do some art journaling or, or playing with some uh, mixed media stuff in which I, right now, it seemed to be pretty heavy, heavily involved in along with my quilting. So most of my free time now is 
between quilting and mixed media fun. Usually when I get up first thing in the morning, while I have my coffee, I am either adding something to a, a background page or, you know, putting something, a stamp on something while I'm having coffee. So at least every day I do something to my journal or something mixed media related. Cannot say that so much about quilting um, because that physically uh, it's a little more time consuming because on the journal I can take out my stamp pad and stamp a few things and I have really changed the look of my page. Quilting um, or piecing you have to go in and you physically put things together and that is still Quilting is still my first love and will always be my first first love, regardless of what else I have um, in my house. Um, but I, I need to do something a little different. Quilting or sitting down at the um, sewing machine, and I'm not quite sure why it is, I end up with, you know, some neck and shoulder issues. I don't get that so much when I'm doing the painting and the art journaling. I'm not quite sure what the difference is, but there is a, a big difference. So that is part of my planning for my personal life. Uh, moving to my quilty life, for those of you who follow me on Instagram and on Twitter, I am quite sure you have seen that I have finally, yes, finally finished my son's quilt um, his the 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 can't talk today the the can't get it out delectable mountain pattern is it was inspired by the one Bonnie Hunter made for her brother that's where I got the idea from even though the pattern itself has been around for a while I know Eleanor Burns has done a version but the one that Bonnie Hunter did for her brother while he was having his medical issues really inspired me. And I wanted to do one for my son. And I did do it in repurposed men's shirts. Um, I backed it with a plaid and just did a all over quilting, meander type quilting on it. And within the quilt, I, I did to the best of my ability. And I just wrote love you in there. So if I'm not here um, any longer on this earth. I don't know if this is going to freak any of you out. He will have something made by me, and it will have this little secret message in there that he doesn't even know that I have put in there just for him. So I have one of the three quilts that I have promised to finish this year um, during my quilty resolutions done. I have pulled out my circles and circles, positive and negative space from a previous quilt. And my daughter is more geometric and hers um, is going to entail that. I am just trying to figure out what size I want to make this. I don't know if I, she wants a throw, if I should try to do it in a throw or if I should just do it as a wall hanging. But my original intent was to do something that they could cover up with um, when it was chilly. And I don't quite have enough of the negatives and positives from my original quilt because what it came from was for a small wall hanging. 
and it is made from cherry wood fabrics. Um, I did order some cherry wood fabrics for another project. I may go in and take um, my Hexi uh, AccuQuilt die and go in and create some hexes and circles because I have the hexi die and I have the circle die. So I may go in and back some some of the cherry wood fabric and create a few more circles. And it'll end up being basically a whole cloth. Um, I may piece the background just to give it a little more dimension and a little more focus to it to, to just be a solid fabric since it's going to be a it's going to be a throw size versus a wall hanging so I just have to figure out what neutral background fabrics I can um, put together that will look well together as a, a throw so that's the plans for her I think I have cut uh, that's my oldest daughter who has now turned 40. Yes, my oldest child is 40. Who knew I could have a child at age of 40? I'm so young. Yes, I'm so young. When you look at me, it's like, there's no way you can have a child 40, but she is. She turned 40 on the 27th of September. Yeah, I got a child that's 40. So moving on from her, that's the plans for her quilt. I still got a couple of months before the first of the year. It's still possible my youngest, she wants a black and white quilt with some red. So I think I have enough black and white fabric and black, white, and red fabric. And hers is just basically going to be a jelly roll style um, strip. I am probably going to take some two and a half inch squares or maybe two and a half by three inch um, pieces to put in between, you know, each strip, maybe not each strip, but every so many strips, just to give it a little more visual interest. Hers is going to be the quickest one to do. Um, my oldest is going to be quick in that all of the pieces that I will be putting on her quilt will be fused. Um, no, I am not going, going to go around and sew down every fused one um, unless... I go on the domestic machine and just, you know, free form straight stitch around the edges so it'll be more of a raw edge applique or whether or not I'm just going to put it up there and incorporate the stitching while I am doing the quilting, which may be the lesser of the evils at this point. So that's where I am going with my children's quilt. I finished my um, cap, not cabbage rose, French rose quilt top. Um, I just need to piece together the batting and then I can get that ready for quilting. I've pulled out my spiderweb blocks. Um, if you follow me, like I said, on Twitter or on Instagram, you will have seen four of the wedges sewn together with my little owl applique just laying up there on the top. He's not attached to the block or anything. He's just there. I just thought I'd see what it would look like um, if he would fit and what it would give the look, give to the look of the block. 
And when I did that, I thought about, well, maybe I could put, you know, several of those appliques within not every block, but a few blocks. And then I thought about how long it took me to put that little guy together. The cutting him out on the silhouette was fine. It's the putting him together that was painful. So I decided when that spider web quilt is done, and I have a long ways to go with that quilt. Um, I'm in the process of taking off some papers off of some wedges I've already done, so it will give me a sense of progress. And I think once I get finished taking paper off of the wedges I've already done, I may have three blocks, maybe, maybe three and a half. But it will give me a sense of progress instead of just looking at a bunch of wedges. So getting back to my little owl. So I decided for this quilt that one little owl is going to remain in the center of that quilt. Okay. And that is why the quilt's name will be center of attention. If you think about it, a spider web catches its prey and that's what he comes back to. It becomes his focus whenever it's time to do whatever he needs to do with his prey. Not to say that my owl is, a is the prey, but he will be in the focus. He will be in the center block of my quilt, which makes him the focus of that quilt. So when you look at it, you know it's a spiderweb quilt, and then you go, oh, there's a little owl sitting in there, and I do have a little little thing for owls. So that's my thought process behind that quilt. Now, um, and I'm going to give the thanks back to, to, to Tanisha and hooking me up with um, Julie Fafe Ann Balzer because I have um, signed up, and I think I talked about it previously, to, um, oh, God, oh, the interweave version of Craftsy. And I've signed up just for the mixed media side. I didn't sign up for the the full gamut of everything that's available on the site. I was only interested in the mixed media because I have Craftsy for everything else. And, and that's, that's great for me. And so um, I am enjoying her mixed media um, things. I do a lot of YouTube Looking at mixed media, I am thinking about joining a, a little ATC swap, which is an artist trading card swap with one of the YouTube people that I follow. Um, the deadline is October the 15th, and they have to be mailed out by the 20th, and you have to do five. So I'm kind of perusing, perusing YouTube just to get an idea. I've looked at artist trading card stuff before, but never actually participated. So I was trying to, to see if I really want to commit myself to that or not. It's, and what it is, is two and a half, the artist trading card is two and a half by three and a half. It's kind of like a fabric postcard, but it's a, a mixed media thing. So. Instead of the fabric postcard size, the size of the artist trading card is two and a half by three and a half. And if you want to say it's like um, trading baseball cards, okay. 
that's a good comparison. So it's something that you can do quick. You could do it in an evening. Um, you could do it in a weekend. And I think I'm going to participate because she is very um, positive towards all levels participating. Um, she's not shunning you if it's a beginner if you're a beginner or if you have been doing it for a while. So I think I may participate in it because it is a, a small group and I do still have a lot of time. Today is only the fourth. So I still have 16 days to get five, two and a half by three and a half inch cards done. And I think I have a way to get it done because if I use, you have to have a substrate, which is your foundation background. Um, that is kind of firm. So watercolor paper, uh, cereal box paper, not paper, but, you know, the back of a cereal box. I've discovered the comic book um, things that I have for wrapping my fabric. That's a good texture for um, a fabric, uh, not a fabric postcard for artist trading cards. So I'm going to try my hand at it this weekend. Um, I've already cut out two just individual ones to play with, just to try my hand at it. And if that works well, what I plan on doing for the swap is just my cereal box when I'm done. I'm just going to open it flat, and I am going to prime it with gesso, and start from there and so whatever my background is and whatever my finished product on the bigger product is I am going to cut that into two and a half by three and a half squares and that will be my fabric postcard and if I do any lettering on it or word stamping or putting something on it, then I will do that individually once they are cut out so that they all will be the same. So that's a little bit about what's going on in my life. Not a lot. Just wanted to keep you posted. Oh, about my boys. My boys are fine. They're spoiled rotten. Can't go anywhere without them on my heels um, at all times. For those of you who may have heard me talk a while back, Gizmo did, does have Cushing's, and we were trying him on his medication. He's on Vetoril. Um, we started him with 20 milligrams. They retested him. Um, 20 milligrams got him where he needed to be. However, in order to get 20 milligrams, I have to buy two 10 milligrams to have him have the dose that he needed. Um, because the medicine he's on comes in 20, 10, 30 milligram dose and up, but not in 20 milligrams. Well, the medication he's on is not cheap. And to buy two 10 milligrams ones would be over $150 a month just for 30 days. With my current process, I'm not going to be able to afford that once I... Take the uniform off. You know, things will have to be readjusted. I'm going to live comfortable, but I and I won't be quite as extravagant as going out and just willy-nilly buying. I will have to do some reining in 
of my um, impulse buying. And I do have a lot of impulse buying when it comes to my craft. So it's going to be very limited once this transition is complete. So what I have is what I'm going to have to use until I am, you know, almost out of it before I resupply it. So I'm not going to be able to keep trying to buy this brand of this paint because it's supposed to be better um, or going from the craft paint to more of the artist grade paint just to see the difference. I'm not going to be able to do that. So I have different levels of paint right here now and I probably have enough to last me a lifetime which it may have to once this is done but I digress a whole lot back to Gizmo. So after I talked to the vet about that I made the decision to mm, see if we could take him down to the 10 milligram dosage and retest him because each time we change his dose. We have to retest him to make sure that his levels are okay. Um, and so she said, okay. And I said, and if it comes back that it's not good for him, then I'll, I'll find out another way to try to, to pay for his medicine, you know, in the future. So she said, okay. She wanted me to try him just on the 10 milligrams. So I only had to buy one 30 day supply. For, well, I had leftovers from before for 30 days, and they were going to retest him. So 30 days came and went. Um, when they retest him, he has to go and be a drop-off. It's like a four- or five-hour retest because they have to give him medicine and then draw his lab work at certain intervals after he's had the medicine. And it has to be within three hours of when he last ate. So... They retested, and on last Sunday, um, the vet called me and told me that his numbers were great, the 10 milligrams work. So, yes, it's still expensive, but not over $150. Now that I know that the 10 milligram works, I am going to ask the vet to write me a prescription so that I can get it from online under um, pet meds because it's... it's I'm not going to say 50% cheaper, um, less expensive, but it will be less expensive for me monthly. And the only caution in this, she had given me this when we first started the medicine, was to make sure that it is um, made in the U.S., none of the out-of-the-country kind of things. And, and I'm okay with that. But from what I understand and from talking to my daughter and some of her co-workers, whose pet also has Cushing's, that's how he does the medicine, and that's what I'm going to do. So I'll be getting his medicine from online, from a different things, but a different um, venue. I just had to make sure that it was going to work before I asked the vet to give me a prescription because you have to have a prescription in order for them to fill it. So I know I said this was going to be a short podcast. I'm sitting at 27 minutes and 37 seconds. So um, it's, I'm getting ready to wrap it up. Um, both boys are laying here next to me snoozing. I am going to take a brief nap now. And then I'll get back up and probably play with a little paint. But before I go, I did upgrade my phone 
to the iPhone 6, um, not the 6 Plus. However, I kind of wish I did get the 6 Plus because then maybe I could see the screen a lot better without my glasses. But the 6 is a big enough screen. It's bigger than the 5 was. Um, it's taller, wider. Um, the, four, the 4 fits inside of the 6. So I would say the size, not the 4, the 5, the entire 5 size is the screen size of the 6, if that gives you some comparison. Um, I had looked into trading my 6 in to upgrade, and I could have done that if they had the 6 in store. I could have exchanged it out for a 6 um, because I was still within my window to change it. And then I decided, well, since I couldn't do that, I was going to look at the Galaxy Note because it was a little smaller than the 6, but it was 6 plus, but it was bigger than the 6. But then I do know when I was doing my consumer researching, because I was thinking about changing the phone before I knew they were coming out with a new iPhone, I was looking into the Galaxy Note. But then I discovered that the Galaxy Note 5, 4, 4, would be coming out in October, and I didn't want to wait. So I, I, I pre-ordered the 6. I'm happy with it. I'll have it because I, I renewed my contract. And if I really wanted to upgrade to the 6 Plus, I still could. I do have other lines that are due for upgrade, but I just didn't want to lock those three lines into a contract because my daughter and her family is, is on the, um, my plan, and they're getting ready to go to a different plan away from me. She wants to get her own that's tied in with her company and whatever, which is fine. Um, I didn't want to lock any of those phones into another contract. So I'm good with mine for at least another um, two years. Not a problem. I don't change it that much. So with that said, enough rambling for Saturday. Uh, Yes, guys, I'm still here. I, I go on Twitter every once in a while. Instagram pretty much a lot now because it kind of captures what I'm doing right at the moment. I don't podcast every week like I did. I make it back into it. But I wanted to get one out. It's a quiet Saturday. My daughter's at work. My dogs aren't barking at the moment, which is a good thing. So you know how to get a hold of me. You can reach me at thequiltingpot.com. That will take you to my Blogspot site. Um, I haven't posted there forever. Um, you can reach me at thequiltingpot.podbean.com. Every time I upload a new episode, I do have a little brief synopsis of what I talked about there on that little blog site. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram if you want to see the photos of what I am doing. Hopefully I'll get back to the blog. I am trying to decide on whether or not I want to change the blog name from I Knit and Quilt 2 to thequiltingpot.com. I do have a few followers. I am not quite sure how to redirect the followers to the new blog um, name. I think it does it automatically. I'd have to play with it. But I would like to make it thequiltingpot.blogspot.com. So if you do follow me on the blog, I Knit and Quilt too, um, 
look for a change coming up because I'm going to change the name to thequiltingpot.blogspot.com. So please follow me there. I don't have a lot of followers, but I'm thankful for those who follow me. If you've left me iTunes, I have not been on iTunes reviews. I have not been there forever. So if you have, thank you. I'll get to it someday. I'm not going to promise you when. Haven't done a lot of shout outs. Um, As for Group C in the, the round robin, Hang in there. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. Um, To Daisy, I just listened to your um, most recent podcast. You can count me in on the Roll Robin. Um, Group C will, will, you know, come out on top at the end. I've been in Robins before. Some worked well, some did not. But that's not going to stop me from participating. And I'm sorry I didn't get a block in for you, for your quilt, Daisy. But um, I was thinking about you when you were going through all of that issues with your dad. Parents are very special. So until next time. Oh, one other thing. Congratulations to Pam for being interviewed um, in reference to being a podcaster, a quilter podcaster. And thank you to Noni, who brought it to everyone's attention through Twitter. Noni is there for everyone. Thank you, Noni. I appreciate you. You respond. um, You comment. Um, I don't comment a lot. Very seldom. But just know I do listen to everyone's podcast. I know that podcasts take a lot of time out of your life. By the time you record it, check it, upload it, send it to iTunes, document in your blog. It takes a little while to get it out there on the airwaves, but I want everyone to know I do appreciate all of the hard work. And I am going to continue podcasting as long as I can. Maybe not frequent, but I'll get one out. So with that said, until next time. May all your seams be straight.